I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The results are not yet official in Egypt, but the Muslim Brotherhood claims its man won this weekend's presidential runoff election. Mohamed Morsi's rival hasn't conceded, though. Former general and Mubarak official Ahmed Shafiq is holding out hope for a different result. Today, the country's ruling military council vowed to hand over power to a new president by the end of this month. But as Matthew Bell reports from Cairo, the whole exercise is being overshadowed by the military's latest moves to hold on to power. Hundreds of supporters of the Muslim Brotherhood braved 100-degree heat this afternoon to celebrate in Tahrir Square. Where are the journalists, they chanted. The president is here. And they held up a huge banner with Mohamed Morsi's face on it. Are you happy? Happy? I'm happy. I'm very, very happy. So much. (laughs) A man who gives his name as Mohamed says Morsi will achieve his goals of an Islamic Egypt governed by Sharia law. But Egypt's military seems reluctant to let anyone, not in an army uniform, have any real political power. Last week, the military reinstated a form of martial law, and high court judges, seen as allies of the military, ruled to dissolve parliament. Then, soon after the polls closed last night, the military council issued an edict to limit the powers of a president and grant the military veto power over the process of writing a new constitution. One prominent Egyptian human rights activist said Egypt has now moved from the Arab Spring to a military dictatorship. But even before last night's announcement by the military, much of the giddy excitement that Egyptians showed during previous rounds of voting was already gone. A man in white rubber boots shovels dirt into a donkey cart in the Nile Delta governorate of Sharkia. It's the birthplace of both presidential candidates, ex-Prime Minister Ahmed Shafiq and the Muslim Brotherhood's Mohamed Morsi. The area is mostly rural, socially conservative, and poor. The Brotherhood's candidates did well here during parliamentary elections last year, but Shafiq pulled off a surprise victory in the first round of the presidential vote. At one polling station late yesterday morning, turnout was low. Attitudes among voters polarized. Hana Gouda, a middle-aged nurse wearing a headscarf, said youth unemployment and security were the most pressing issues for her. She voted for Ahmed Shafiq. And I'm sure that he's better for uh, for the economy. Uh, I'm not sure about the MB, the Muslim Brotherhood. For me, I'm a working lady. They might put me in, in home and they, uh, they might order me not to work anymore. Of course, Ahmed Shafiq is better for the economy. Many voters seem to be making a similar choice, based more on their fears of the rise of political Islam than genuine excitement about Ahmed Shafiq. But the fear goes both ways. As one Muslim Brotherhood supporter explained, the atmosphere is so poisoned it's like a war, with supporters of Shafiq and the former Mubarak regime on one side and the Brotherhood on the other. Factory worker Ihab Hassan said he was worried about Islamists being rounded up and arrested if Shafiq ended up becoming president. Well, I, I don't know what he is in, in his mind, but as I said before, it's war. That war was evident today when a campaign spokesman for Ahmed Shafiq accused the Muslim Brotherhood of trying to hijack the election by declaring early victory. The spokesman for Shafiq said it was not Morsi, but Shafiq who was ahead in the vote count. 
If projections are correct and Morsi does turn out to be the winner, there's a showdown looming between the Brotherhood and the military. That was clear to voter Anwar Gaber Mohammed after he cast his vote. He's a plumber by profession and an enthusiastic supporter of Morsi, but he worries this whole transition process was rigged. I don't believe the military council will ever give Morsi full power as president, he says. The generals are the ones still in control. A spokesman with the Muslim Brotherhood acknowledged that reality today. He told the Reuters news agency that this is the beginning of a very tough path. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell in Cairo. You can get updates from Matthew via Twitter about what he's seeing on the streets of Cairo. He's at Matthew J. Bell.